Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, this is Steve with the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are here on September 11th, 2015, the 14th anniversary of the 9-11 terrorist attacks uh, here on American soil. And just want to, from all of us, we want to take a moment uh, of silence for all the lives that were lost thank you hey this is nick munt from bone collector and you're listening to a working class bow hunter podcast you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for billy joe lunch bucket the working man just like me and you my name's Travis T-Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, this is Melissa Bachman. You're listening to Working Class Hunter. Stay tuned and listen to them every week. Hey, guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Tune in to the Working Class Hunter podcast. It's really, really not that good. Well, here it is, episode 32. We're running on fumes with this one. Late night episode. Whoop, whoop. Good Lord Almighty. It's almost uh, what time is it? 9 o'clock. 9.30. 9.30. Latest episode Boy. ever. Past my bedtime. 1600 Buckslayer Place. We're here at the Buckatorium. Gosh darn right we are. I am Steve. The only reason you listen to this podcast. Well, I mean, other reasons <laughs> too, but one <laughs> Just of, because of you. One of them. <laughs> Like I said, we're running on fumes here, but guess who we got in the studio with us today? He's not new. He's not new. He's I've not. been here before once. He's, well, he's, he's a reoccurring he, guest. He, yeah, well, he's, he's never been here. He's never been here. To the Bucketorium. This is a, this is an away game for him. Jordan, Hubinski from the Bone Shed. What's going on, partner? What's up? What's up? We've struck it big <laughs> that we got someone from the Bone Shed to come to the Bucketorium. Right here. Is that impressive or what? We're we couldn't of, get Tim Kitts, but we got the next best thing. We're kind of a big thing. deal now. Tim so. doesn't like us. Is that fair? 
why don't did he tell you he didn't like yeah him? he kind of yeah, hinted he, he's like you know he i don't did. even really want to do a podcast with you guys to be honest so i'm just gonna send jordan out to your house i yeah. see where he's coming from yeah yeah i mean are we're, you on the, are you on the <laughs> clock right now it, it's just because yeah. eric, i wish i was eric and kurt both shoot elites and tim doesn't well, really I, we that. don't we don't hate no hate. We don't hate. No discriminate. Okay? <laughs> There's the. <laughs> if if you listen in past episodes, you've we heard love that. you, Tim. Do a podcast with us, please. <laughs> please. You, he has a perfect goatee. I think he's got that like. He did say he's like, we'll do can... one. We'll do one. I'm like, <laughs> all right. He just gets real nervous. <coughs> he's leading us on, is what I, he's doing. Like yeah. I just don't. I don't care what anybody thinks. So that's why. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> like if you guys have listened to uh, past episodes, uh, when we were at the Bone Shed uh, for the Customer Appreciation Day, that's when we met Jordan, and uh, you know we all. Became best friends. Actually, Kurt and Jordan became even more best friends. We're Facebook official. Yeah, um, and Pretty we're jelly. all Facebook official. Yep. Pretty yeah. jelly. They they had a bonding moment right in front of me, and it was basically like asking a girl to prom, and she says, "No, I'd rather not go to prom than to go with you." That's kind of how it felt <laughs> to me. So pretty close. Uh, pretty close. I felt it was a little deeper than that. But, I did too. But uh, yeah, whatever. You guys aren't there. the important part right now. But uh, Jordan, <laughs> it's nice to have you here. Funny story how you. Ended up in Sherrard. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm actually, uh, well, I was supposed to close on my house today. That fell through. That's supposed bummer. to be moving back to Monday. So uh, I'm actually fishing a tournament tomorrow with a buddy of mine. Uh, he lives in Sherrard. So I came over here just because it was going to be a little bit quicker to where we're fishing the tournament. And uh, figured I might as well double dip while I'm here and stop over here. That's right. That's, That's right, right, guys. We're the first dip of that double dip. Yeah, <laughs> yep, definitely. So, Are we, though? No, yeah. he went out to dinner. Yeah, I I mean, uh, of course I told you guys I'd do a second one. I mean, <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, what do you, what do you want? What do you want from right. me? Come on, yeah, guys. What do you want from me? Let's talk hunting and stuff. Yeah, um, we're hanging out. It's Friday night, man. We got some bush lattes in here and <laughs> bush uh, lattes or mother's milk, uh, however you want to refer to it as. And uh, hey, it's, bush, it's right? Friday, <laughs> and we don't work the weekend this weekend. We have our working class bow hunter shoot tomorrow. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, yeah. What time does that start again? Two thirty. Two thirty. Two. 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 What the heck's wrong with you? <laughs> I've got a busy weekend. You know what? It's it, it's the one weekend that's cold in my uh, the where I used to live. They're having the big slip and slide party yeah, that day, so it's gonna that. be really cold. So it's like. Yeah. I don't think I'll go down. Let's let's talk one thing real quick. Let's jump into something, Mister. I know if everyone, anyone's on social media, they uh, they saw the video. This. Tim Wells Ooh. dropping a spear into his thigh. The spear goes through his thigh, and he's in Africa. On top of that, out by himself. And this dude's bleeding on the ground in Africa. And there's a lot of scary things that live in Africa. Uh, yeah. We, uh, if you haven't seen the video, we'll have it in the description of the episode, uh, the, the YouTube uh, link to it, and if you just got to watch if it. If you don't like blood, don't watch it. Yeah, I mean, he's, 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 he fell <laughs> on the tree. He's, he's bleeding all over the ground. The ground looks like it needs lotion on it. Like, that ground is not... <laughs> that ground is not moist at all. Like, you could not grow corn or soybeans on that ground. He just, said moist. There we go. <laughs> oh god! Oh, Callie's in. You just lost sorry. Like reading a book. You lost some listeners right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to. We'll have to. Okay, so uh, that. yeah. All right, whatever. What what Sarah Lee cakes do you guys eat? All right, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, you look at the the it's, landscape it's that he's in, and you're you're like, there's no doubt that he's in Africa. <clears throat> if there's one place you don't want to be bleeding like that, like a st- literally a stuck pig. Yeah, I, you. That's the one place that it's like I'd rather be. In a treehouse, well, in the middle of civilization, he wasn't. He had a stand up there. Yeah, he had a stand in the trees. He, he had a tree stand up. Yeah. Okay, and then he dropped his camera, 
got out to grab his camera and didn't have his spear st- strapped in. He said the wind picked up and the spear dropped. Yeah, so he must have like a hanger thing on his, like a strap or something on the spear, so he can hang it off. Like a he's got to have something yeah. attached wrapped to the tree. Wrapped a bungee cord around it, probably, <laughs> and it <laughs> fell and throat. hit him in the leg. First went, of all, he's lucky went it went all hit him the way through th- his leg. Yeah, like yeah. Through penetrated it. through his thigh. Just from the momentum of the weight of the spear. Can you imagine if it would have hit him in the the back? Like leaned over, hit him in the back. He'd have been dead. Or in yeah. the face. Yeah, the face, the in neck. In the face. <laughs> <laughs> like it's almost guaranteed. Like. There, that's a, probably the best place he could have got hit, you know? Yeah. There's a point he moves his thumb out of that wound. Oh, yeah. And it's gushing out of yeah. there. Yeah, and it's old, it's old faithful coming out of his leg. Like, it, it's not. I think that's maybe it's karma from killing all those dinosaurs on those rage commercials. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's bad. But Long story short, uh, secure all of your things in your tree stand your if you're going to get down. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a backpack hit him on the head and. Hell, I mean, that'd knock you out. Anything could happen. I mean, but and this is kind of this is kind of off topic, kind of, but it, it, it goes along with my it. thing. It, it goes along <laughs> with it. Uh, I always recommend for people like it doesn't matter what brand you get, get some sort of safety strap for yourself. I mean, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. His his uh, uh, throwing sword or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> throwing <laughs> sword. That, fe- that fell out, hit him in the leg. But I. I mean, it could have been another piece of equipment. It could have been. Yeah. It could have been him. You know, mm-hmm. it could. So, it probably could have been like an arrow falling out too, and you never know if it. Catches. Yeah, a broadhead. You, someone drops a broadhead. It's gonna slice you. Yeah, up. yeah you just gotta learn. That's like a perfect example of something you learn from and take it and use it in your everyday thing. Oh, you yeah, know? for sure. For he sure. even yeah. says in the yeah. video, you know, he's like, "That's one thing." That I broke we my say, own rule. Make sure you strap in your spear or your weapon when as soon as you get in the tree. Yeah, you know? and. But we'll put, we'll put the video in the description of the episode so you can watch that if you dare um, with caution. It's really not that bad, but it's kind of eye-opening. It's kind of like, whoa, dude, this dude's about to get eaten by a lion. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's scary because you're losing that amount of blood and you're kind of out of it. You know, the He says, too, if I pass out, I might die, which could have well, been yeah, very possible. And his, and his only way of uh, communication was in the tree. His mm-hmm. radio and you know, the yep, yep. water. I mean, water is more important than the radio almost, you know, when you're out there like that by yourself. The the best thing that if you're in that situation that you can hope for is a young boy and a big talking bear. Like, then you might be in good hands. <laughs> what? Jungle Book. I didn't, oh. <laughs> I didn't catch it either. I'm like, but, uh, like, all right, these maybe guys. Timon and Pumbaa will show up or what? <laughs> he's made. Her, I guess he's made a recovery, so yeah, he's he all has. good. But that's why we can talk about it in the way we're talking about it. So, and and I'm sure you know at, at this point he's gonna understand. He's gonna learn from you know whatever it was, and he'll probably be the first. Like he did it in the video, he's probably gonna be the first one to just stress. You know how safe you know you gotta yeah. you gotta be. I mean, you know the, earlier this week, uh, Ryan was talking to us. I mean, you know when he opened your eyes and when he was talking about those tree straps, long straps man. that were yeah. what a year and a half old, mm-hmm. and I've had my lone straps and my sticks for <coughs> yeah over years. years, man. Like over five years, I've had those stands probably. But hey, I'm ordering new straps and I'm getting into mm-hmm. a set of lifelines. <laughs> just yep. take, just so. take every precaution you can. I mean, you know, because you want to make it home at the end of the day. Because I mean, hunting's really cool, but well, Ryan fell you know, 28 feet yeah to his back yeah Broke even his, his vertebrae. Working at the bone shed every single year, we see at least two to five people that fell out of a tree stand or the tree strand, the tree stand strap broke and they fell. And I mean, we've had guys that said, you know, if it was a millimeter more uh, of my vertebrae, it would have broke my spinal cord and I'd be paralyzed Paralyzed. from the neck down. 
you know, if those if you see those guys, if it were me, what I would do is if those guys ever came back in, I would be like, you are either buying a hundred safety harness or I'm never selling you a product again. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. you most, know, most tree stands that you get anymore, one comes with. Almost yeah, every tree like, there's no excuse nowadays. Yeah. That no thing, I mean, it's yeah. a cheap model, but it's going to save you. And, and, no doubt. And, and sure. I've, got, I've got a hunter safety system I really, really like. They've got a ton of different models and a different mm-hmm. bunch of different options and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, a lot of people think, well, what's it matter? You know, if you're climbing up to the tree stand, doesn't matter. You know, what if I fell off the ladder? Well, now they make a like, rope, and a it's got like a little, yep. a little yep. tether. Yeah, the yep. lifeline. Yep. And, uh, you know, you move. There's a knot that's connected to it. You connect it to your... Um, uh, your hunter safety system, and you move that knot up as you walk. It's kind of like a yeah. cinch knot. And you can yeah, even stay attached knot. to that once you're in the tree if it goes up high enough. Yeah, too. exactly, yeah. exactly. That's, uh, that's how and mine's set up. Yeah, you, you can just slide that up up the rope, but as, as soon go. as you as soon as you pull on that rope down, it cinches tight. It on cinches that, right? tight, and it mm-hmm. won't go down any further. So right. I mean, a lot of people said, "Well, it doesn't matter." Well, they've got that now. I mean, they've mm. even got it where it's a, like a reflective rope too. So I mean, it's, it's one more extra thing that helps you find your tree stand. And yep. there, there's really just no excuse for not, not using a, a you know a hunter safety you know, system or any other sort of. And they're not bad because you can buy them in like a three pack too. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. you can buy two three packs and you can take them down every year, keep them in good shape, and you're good. And so. you know, like like I even said before, you know, even if you think oh well you know maybe getting in a tree stand's too dangerous even and we harp on this a lot yeah. but it's, i think it's super important it might be redundant even if now, you're in a ground blind put that hunter safety system on. that's a little much, whatever but, uh, <laughs> you want to be safe you want to strap it down plus if a big wind comes, when you're driving to the stand you know put your seatbelt on and then, and then strap, strap that the thing to the oh shit handle that way then you're good when you climb into bed at night if you got a high bed Strap it on there. Have your hunter safety. And yeah. if you have a bad dream and you roll off the bed, you're if your be kid right. has a bunk bed, put a hunter safety yeah. system on him and strap him, <laughs> him into the roof. It. Get him used to it. He's gonna be worried his whole life. Yeah, if he exactly. rolls off bed, he's safe. But yeah, and that's one of those. I mean, it's September. You know, there's a lot of guys. You know, last minute things before they you know head out Check to the stand stands. October first. You know. Yep. You know, go out. That's that's one of those things you need to get before you go. Whether Absolutely. it's whether it's the one that came with the stand or a hunter safety system. I mean, there's a lot of different options. Also, I really like them. They've got like a like a lineman's uh, rope mm-hmm. that you can throw around the tree. Like especially if you're using sticks and a hang on. Yeah. So you, you know, can like lean back. Yeah, exactly. That. You you can you can uh, you can be putting the sticks up, and as you're going up, you can have that lineman's belt with a rope that goes around the tree hands-free so you can be working both hands on that See, tree stand. i need to get one yeah. of those because when i hang my sticks i'm a wild man and yeah. it's gonna catch that's up to even, me that's even with stands too because you know half the time you're holding on the stand with one hand mm-hmm. and then trying to throw that strap around and catching it with the other hand and you're just like yep. yeah what am i doing you know yep. yeah yeah i mean it's so it's so nice being being you know Actually, and both to the hands tree. are free. Right. You can just you're, move, you know, you're not struggling. You're not yeah. holding the strap with your teeth. Exactly. And yeah. Hanging on one. And that, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuts out the, all the yeah. shady business and hanging. Yeah, out this, it's just that this, security though, too, in your head. You where you're like, okay, I can be a little more. And the yeah. thing this is, is, everyone listening that's hung a stand is going, yeah, I've done that. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is going to sound exactly. Yeah. Everyone has. Dude, uh-huh. This is going to sound super stupid, but you know what? <laughs> if it ever happens, I'll do it. When drones get powerful enough to carry up a 
a stand with you, and dude, you could have like <laughs> your buddy down there, like a couple buddies, like they're flying three drones up there around the tree, and they're holding it for you. Steve's so gonna have, have like a, his quiet cat or a bad boy buggy or whatever that's gonna drive him out, and then he's gonna get off and hook his stand to this drone. Oh yeah, no, he's gonna attack. This will be you the future those... of the fattest hunters you've ever <laughs> yeah. seen. You know those, those things that you sit on to go upstairs? Yeah, I'm getting one of those. I'm getting. Yeah, <laughs> his 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 driver's seat's gonna have like a scissor lift attached to it, so you can just go. I would love. I would turns, he just. I would love if I could just get a scissor lift, just get off road scissor lift, just get out there and just go up. Like, yeah, this looks good. Uh, <laughs> now keep in it's mind, the yeah, laziest you know, thing you know, ever. I, I had uh, taking all the good out of hunting. I know. I had somebody tell me but he um, would do it about. Um, I'm like, hey, why don't you wear a safety harness? He's like, oh, you know, he's like, no, nah, I don't need to wear them. I'm like, you're going. I'm like, you're going to mess yourself up if you fall. He's like, you'll get hurt from those things wearing them too. They'll give you. I'm like. Oh yeah, give you a little rash if you fall out of the tree, right? Yeah. Where they yeah, and I'm, I'm like, or do you want to, or do you want to be paralyzed? Which one do you want? Yeah, I said I'll take the rashes any day. Yeah, I think I was three years into hunting before I had an accident that made me truly appreciate wearing a hunter safety system. It was real early in the morning. It was uh, I think it was late November, early December. Uh, just got up to the stand. It was a hang on, mm-hmm. and I'm getting everything situated. Brought you know, brought my bow up and everything. Uh, I, I just got set. I went to put my seat down. I went to sit down. When I did, my feet, you know, the the stand was covered in frost. Oh, no. My feet just slipped right out from underneath yeah. me. My butt landed right on the stand, and my butt. I mean, I had like one or two inches of my butt right on the on the platform of the stand. If I would have gone oh, off no. anymore, I would have. I mean, I would have had the hunter safety system to save oh, me. Oh, but it would have caught. And... But yeah, it would it would have caught and everything. But if I didn't, and my butt just would have went a little bit further. I mean, this had an extra set of sticks too, so it was twenty five plus feet in the air. Yeah. So I mean, oh, yeah. if I would have went just a little bit further, it would have been bad news bears. Well, yeah, because you probably would have flipped backwards going mm-hmm. off the end of that platform yep. like that. Ugh. Yeah. Well, hey, you had your you had your harness on, so you didn't exactly. fall. Exactly. Yep. That's all that matters. Um, let's talk. Let's. Use that to segue, you know, talking about hey, buying, oh, buying a harness. Yeah, I could get a segue into the instead of buying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you walked into that one, Kurt. You right. walked into that. Oh, I'm right glad someone's it, walking because yeah. I'm not. I'm segueing into it. <laughs> Literally, I walked, I walked right into segue that on tracks. Um, they got off road ones, man. That probably isn't a bad deal. Quiet cat, man. Those things are cool. I've seen those things. Those are kind of awesome, man. Um, I'm actually, I'd like to see what the price is on those because for me, it would be useful. I could leave it out there mm-hmm. and a little lean to hop on that baby, buzz out, get walked. I want to see what like like what grade of hill it'll go up because I'm a big boy. It probably wouldn't take much <laughs> of a hill <laughs> for <laughs> that thing to stop right in its tracks. <laughs> Maybe we could uh, look like a look like that giant Russian bear on that little yeah. motorcycle just, just falling just over. Just order one and charge it to Bone Shed and then yeah. test it. Oh yeah, that'd go over real. Maybe well. we could <laughs> contact them and be like, hey, you know, we do a podcast. We're out of a little town of 600 people called Sherard. Um, yeah, we're gonna need a quiet cat for some testing and we're gonna do some media uh, promotion for you guys. We're so big people, um, so we gotta check yeah. these things out. And we'll just take it out and just we, Steve will be our test. I'm like, all right, Steve. Take it up this wet concrete hill. <laughs> I got it, guys. Those tires off. <laughs> Put a pin uh, on. Got to do what you got to do. Breaking quiet cats. No warranty for Steve. No. Nope. <laughs> chain driven. <laughs> yeah, they better put a different chain on there, man. We're gonna be running through chains like log chain. Have a duty. How does how does this chain have a stretch mark on it? I don't. <laughs> oh my god! Breaking axles. Probably no axle. Well, there's an axle. Um, Something. All right, let's actually segue into <laughs> other things with Jordan um, and his product knowledge at the Bone Shed. 
Um, yeah. First, let's you, talk. Air, you guys um, sell quiet cats there? No quiet cats. Okay. No, no quiet cats. Let's let's talk real quick. Eric just purchased some new arrows from the Bone Shed. I and did. Let's talk among a, other because they're pretty popular. Um, I've oh. been hearing a lot about the hex arrows, Easton the hex. Easton yep. Yep. That's what I'm shooting. Uh, a lot of guys at the Bone Shed are uh, also shooting the hex arrows. They're point zero zero one straightness. They're uh, they're a fairly light arrow. Um, what a lot of us do is end up putting a brass uh, brass insert in the front end just to get your front of center uh, to a little bit better point. Um, that also makes it a little bit heavier. Uh, you know, more pulls the arrow through the air a little, a little bit better. So um, everything I've done with them, you know, I had some uh, I had some other Eastons I was shooting before the, uh, before these carbon storms. No, no carbon storms. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, they weren't they were they weren't as <laughs> straight as I think they're like point zero zero three or something like that. You know, not not as straight. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing I noticed, I got like a ten thousandths pin on my spot hog site, mm-hmm. and the biggest thing I noticed is exactly where that pin was was exactly where that arrow hit. Really, where That's before what you want, I guess yeah, but before yeah. before I noticed, I mean, you know, at, you know, especially thirty forty yards, it would hit. Pretty close, you know. I, I I'd be within you know maybe a half inch at most. You'd be drooping off a little bit. Yeah, just just a little bit and right. stuff like that. But this scene, I mean, with the arrows, it just seemed like exactly where my pin was was exactly where they hit. So I I, I really really like them. I think you're going to be happy with them too. Um, but they've been really really popular. A lot of guys like them. I mean, we've got we've we've had a lot of guys buy a half dozen. And shoot them for a month or two, and come back like, oh, I love these arrows; they're that's awesome. What, uh, everyone was talking about them up there, and that's where I first heard about them. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking into them. And yeah, a lot we went of up good, there, and everyone was talking about a them. lot Man, of good crazy. Um, reviews shoot them. on them. And yeah, I mean, you, you could you go on the uh, on the internet too, and and look at all the, all the different reviews too. I mean, ev- yeah. everyone's ranting and raving about them. Uh, you know, so and I've never shot Easton before. This I'm a first timer for that, but I like trying new arrows. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. one thing. I like. Another popular popular Easton arrow is the uh, full metal jacket. Yeah. Full metal jackets. I shot full metal jackets for a long time. It's an aluminum wrap carbon. Uh, it's kind of like the reverse of the ACC pros. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a, a aluminum wrap carbon, and what those do is uh, you get a lot more penetration. So if you're uh, hunting big game, mm-hmm. you see a lot of guys use those. You see, you know, is that a heavier arrow? Oh typically? yeah, it's, it's it's a lot heavier just because it is aluminum. Oh, heavy is um, it? I don't know to be honest with you. I want to say it was either four hundred or three thirty spine arrows were eleven point three or eleven point six. I want to say per grains inch. per inch. See, that's so, a lot heavier. Most are like what eight something. Yeah, yeah, yeah or like less, seven, or yeah. less. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, they're a lot heavier arrow. Um, one thing I did notice w- with the, uh, uh, full metal jackets is you get a lot more penetration because the aluminum compared to carbon is uh, the outside's a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. So I think it slides in a little That's bit easier. That's something that a lot of people don't think about, too. Yeah. Like you were telling me when we were looking, mm-hmm. right when you came in, you brought those Easton hex arrows in. And I'm like, you're like, man, feel the finish on these. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just yep. easier to pull out of targets. Yeah, and it's a, a, a smoother, a smoother shaft is going to cause less resistance by air, mm-hmm. by uh, you yep. know, penetration into an animal. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, a lot of those things they do they do matter. Uh, you know, yeah. The the fin- I like a smooth finish on an arrow. I, I've had arrows that had a, a little bit rougher arrow and or a little bit rougher texture, and you know, especially shooting 3D targets. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a bird, and I break a sweat. Pulling the arrows Dude, more yeah. than I do pulling my bow. His arrows are tough to pull. Yeah, I shoot the yeah. gold tip kinetics. So what, what at the bone shed? If you had to kind of guess, top two 
Sold arrows. Sold arrows at the shed. Carbon storms. Mm, it's it's a hard one. We just <laughs> got gold tips, so it's hard to gauge just oh. because we they haven't been there long enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what did the bone collector boys shoot typically? Are they Easton guys? Um, they uh, they were shooting Easton. They were shooting to torches. Mm. Me personally, I'm a big uh, Easton fan. I've always liked Easton and stuff. Mm. Um, I mean, they make really good products. Uh, gold tip. You know, if if I were to say the top two brands that I prefer, I would say. Uh, East and a gold tip close behind. You guys That's didn't have the Ted Nugent arrows I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't carry those. I've heard mixed reviews on them. Yeah, um, have you ever shot it? any of those? I, I've not shot those, but uh, I know customers who have brought them in. And uh, one thing I will say with what I've seen with them is they're very weak shafts. I've seen a lot of them break. So that that that'd be one thing that I would definitely look into a little bit more, maybe test before you went out and bought. A dozen or two, you know, maybe maybe try just a half dozen. See how how the durability is for you. Uh, but I have noticed that with a lot of the like the Ted Nugent shafts, is there uh, that they, they tend to break a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I, 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 but and, freedom. What's that? Stranglehold. All <laughs> things that Ted. Nugent. <laughs> I well, always just thought they were just super cool looking. I mean, that's they are a good looking arrow. Yeah, if they were like you know, were a stronger shaft or more of a premium arrow, I mean, I think that'd be a lot cooler. Well, but. I have one that's signed by Ted Nugent, and I'm no, not no. going to shoot that sucker. But uh, well, that's some good information. If you're in the market for some new arrows and you're thinking you're looking at Gold Tip and Easton, the, some of the top two arrow yeah, brands. Yeah. Golden, and, gold Tip and Easton, you really can't go wrong with any of those. I mean, yeah. Let me ask your I love my gold professional tips. opinion because yep. I, I was like, I'm down to like a couple arrows just because mm-hmm. I've been shooting them and, you know, I've been. I got a new sight on there, so I've been uh, yeah. really destroying fletchings on them. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I need some arrows for tomorrow. So I just went and bought just a handful because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get some new ones. And I was like, oh, well, why buy a half what, a dozen? Of... What'd you get? What'd you buy? Oh, I bought Carbon Storms. Oh, did you? Yeah. Who you makes know... those? Easton. Easton. Easton does? Yeah. Are those like so, a cheaper one? or a... Yeah, they're not yeah, no, they're cheaper. Because I'm trying to think, because uh, the last arrows I got, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know, I... I shoot cheap arrows because they're mm-hmm. cheap to that cheap they're to cheap, shoot. Cheap. Yeah, but you know, I'm I, I've been you know kind of tinkering with upgrading to something, you know, something higher yeah. end. But I mean, you know, to me, you know, you look at the price tag on them, and that's mm-hmm. buy what that's you can fine. afford. And right. I, I mean, you know, you're still hitting the targets mm-hmm. where you want to. So I mean, you know, in your opinion, for people out there who are shooting the, you know, just. Going there, let me get a half dozen arrows. Yeah. I mean, is that necessarily uh, wrong? Or? In, in my in my opinion, it's it's what you can afford and what you're comfortable with. If if you're going to go out and for the most part, all you do is hunt, all you do is shoot deer within 15 to maybe 25 yards, uh, you're not going to see a big difference. But if you're the type of guy that in the off season is going to go to 3D shoots where you're shooting 30, 40. 50 yards or fun for or, 70 80 or <laughs> yeah or, or up to, <laughs> for fun or, yeah or or up to 120 like some of these you know some of these shoots have as you know bonus shot mm-hmm. you know you're gonna want that better you arrow. are going to see a huge difference at you know 35 40 plus yards you're gonna mm-hmm. see a, a huge difference uh you know but but if all you do is hunt and you all you do is 15 to 25 yards you're not going to see barely any any difference. And at all. a lot of guys are like that. Like one of my best friends, I talked to him, and you know he's real into it. He's you know he buys the top of the line bows and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, man, you should come out and shoot, man. I'm, I've been shooting, practicing a lot at 60 yards. He's like, man, I'll tell you, and I'll say it all day long. He's like, I that's cool, you can shoot that far. He's like, but man, I always thought that bow hunting is a 20 yard sport. So he doesn't really shoot past 30 because he all he doesn't care about target shooting, doesn't care about tournament archery. All he cares about is killing big deer. Yeah, and and, and it's. Uh, 
And, and in my opinion, I'll, I'll say this all day long, you know, it is what it is what you're going to pay for it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For uh, sure, you, for sure. you get what you pay for. If you're going to spend extra money, you're going to get something that's better for the most part. Yep. Right. You know, uh, you, you spend the extra money, you're going to get something nicer, something that's going to do better, something that's mm-hmm. going to last longer. Uh, I, I mean, a lot, a lot of people uh, like I'll, I'll 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 give you a perfect example. Uh, you know, uh, for, for Hoyts, people say, uh, well, what's the difference between this Nitrum 30 and this Carbon Spider 30? Mm-hmm. I say, you know, I'll say, okay, this one's this one's carbon. Uh, main difference is it's lighter. Um, it, you know, you can run it over with a pickup truck. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it never gets cold. You know, there, there's a yeah. lot of different things. Uh, you know, the nitrum's a little bit heavier. They got the same limbs, same cams, same strings, and everything. It's on what you want to pay for. You know, yep, for sure. If, if you're if you're gonna climb the mountains out in uh, you know out, out west anywhere hunting you know, elk or anything like that, Mm. having a bow that's that much lighter is going to make a big difference. Or if you're the type of guy that hunts late season and you're, you got that bow in your hand all the time, definitely a carbon bow is going to be a lot better in your hand than an aluminum bow. That's the worst when you're sitting there, it's cold out and there's a deer walking in and your hand's like stuck to that And your hand's frozen. So it is what you, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you get what, what you pay for in a lot of things. Uh, and like, that like, works for you in whatever situation, you mm-hmm. know, you're going to be yeah. put yeah. in. So. Well, it's, it's always a kind of a funny thing here when, uh, you know, when, when we'd see. Uh, I, got, yeah. I, got a, I got a new, t- I, wanna, I, got, I got another uh, question once you get this going. Here, well, so. we've been like 3D shooting. Uh, Kurt would, you know, draw back. And, of course, I'm shooting my cheap arrows. So if I, like, you know, if I draw back and I miss a target, it's like, well, it was only like six bucks, but. Here was Kurt with his arrows and, you know, all the quick fletches and stuff. So as soon as he'd miss a shot, not like he did often, but if he did, it was like, well, there goes like 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah. You know, true, I mean, but yeah. that's, you know. It's the that's, name of the game, man. It, my yeah, my like opinion I said, on those storms are garbage. I, I shoot, <laughs> I have a couple, and they're garbage. <laughs> really? I, Why, I don't though? like them. They just, I have one that flies totally different from the other one. From your higher end arrows? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, but, like it just. Like, I'll be, you know, all my groups are, you know, mm-hmm. within a pop can, and then that one is out Yeah, and, and, so and, far, and I'm like, and then I'm like, which arrow was it? And I pull it out just the other day, and I'm like, and I just wanted to break it. Just to, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> get rid of it? Yeah. Yeah, like I you said. You always I, got that odd arrow, yeah. and then as soon as you shoot, you're like, dang, nabbit, that was that one arrow. But I, I'll keep it for the steel pig or the steel deer. Yeah. And, I'll keep it for that. And, yeah, and, and, and yeah, you're... you're uh, your your grains per arrow are going to be a lot closer if you went with a hex than mm-hmm. if you went with a storm. You know, yeah, yeah, They're, right. You know, from arrow to arrow, you might have a pretty big difference between you know from arrow to arrow with they're the storm. They're constructed more accurately. Really. Yeah. Whereas your hex, they're going to be, you know, darn near identical from arrow to arrow. So, you know, like I said, you, you get what you pay for, and it all depends on what you want to do, what you want to spend on things. You know. You can go out and kill a deer with a, a you know, two hundred dollar bow and some, you know, fifteen dollar arrows. <laughs> the you three dollar aluminum okay. arrows from. I want to. I want to break into the next segment since we're getting to about halfway point now. Okay, another big thing: arrows. Obviously, that's that's a key thing that you want to lock down. And the reason why we're going through this now is because hunting season's a few weeks away. So right a lot of guys corner, are fellas. you guys are really starting to evaluate your setup. Which, if you are just now picking up your bow, shame on you. But should have been listening to this podcast and shooting your bow after every episode. That's right, because we tell you, so listen. So, it's on our shirts. But the next thing I want to get into is find you. let's talk bow sights a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about 
I, I don't know if we touched about this on an episode this week already. Single pin versus multi pin, and what are people buying right now? What out, right now? Let's start with this. Right now, what's the best site on the market that you guys carry? And don't be biased. Don't be biased. You guys are really putting me on the spot. (laughs) He's gonna be biased. I know what it is. Uh, It's you know what it's personal preference on a lot of brands and stuff like that. Yeah, I I, for example, I for example, I really really like spot hog sites. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome sites. They're I think think everyone in this super super durable. You can run Uh, that thing over the dump truck. Yeah, one of one of my favorite things about uh, uh, spot hog sites is, and I I tell customers this all the time, if you can't see your pen. You are shooting 30 minutes before shooting time or 30 minutes after shooting time. I do not have a sight light on my site at all because they are so bright that you, you don't you don't need one. Like I said, if you if you yeah. need a sight light yeah. for it, you're past shooting time and should not be shooting at all. That's, exactly. That I shot is a good I point. shot the Hunter five pin and that thing. That's what you had on the Strother. On the, it's still on still the Strother. Still on the Strother. And I love that thing, man. It's indestructible and just like you said. They are solid, you man. Can you never have them coming loose. Those sites are bright all the time. Yep. But and, what and site do you got now, Eric? The Fast Eddie. I think I think I think you got the HHA. Nope. I went oh, was, it, was that you? That was me. Oh, that was you. Oh, that Logan. Got it. I was thinking. <laughs> I, I was for some reason I was thinking you got the Fast Eddie too. What what HHA did you get, Logan? The what's it called? The slider? What's what slider? I, you know what? I can't remember what model. They go by model numbers. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Oh, really? I, I don't know. It, I got a, the it's slider. A slider instead of a dial. dial. I'm shooting the Spot Hog Hogfather. Yeah, which, Team Hogfather. So, right Steve, um, what what Spot Hog are you shooting? Uh, Tommy Hog. Okay, so Tommy. if you guys have never played with a Spot Hog, they are bulletproof. And they are so solid. You're not going to have that thing coming loose on you and go, oh, crap, my sight wiggled loose. Because I used to shoot, I won't name the brand, um, but it was a nice five-pin um, micro-adjust sight. Mm-hmm. You didn't need Allen wrench. And that thing would come loose, and I'd have to always check it. Yeah. And I eventually got to the point, once I was sighted in, I'd take a Allen slide in the hole and crank that baby oh, down, yeah. and I knew it wasn't going to move. Yeah. But I always was paranoid and would check it and check it and check it. Yeah. And... So yeah, I, I mean, uh, Spot Hog. I'm a real big fan of Spot Hogs. I really, really like them. I, I started off with the real deal, um, and now I'm at the Tommy Hog. So I, 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 I did the real deal, the Hunter, and now I'm at the Tommy Hog. Um, you know, I just wanted to try the the single pin. I, you know, I do do th- some 3D and stuff like I that. I really enjoy the single <laughs> pin. Man. Sorry, he yeah. said doo doo. Well, uh, guys, if you guys are hunting <laughs> with a, a multi pin site, like a lot of people, uh, most people are hunting with a three to five pin. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's most people, not me. Um, well, the thing Remember is, how many pins I had in mine? How many did you have? Seven. I had seven pins. Yeah, and no. the thing is, that's fine. That's great because if you know a deer's at twenty yards and he spooks and he runs to thirty, forty, fifty, whatever, you got you just adjust. Yeah, and five. with a single pin, you are you got to let down and adjust mm-hmm. well, your and sight dial and range. You have to have a range right. finder. Um, I think I know where you're going with this, but a lot of people are scared of it because of that reason. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Because that you have that one I, one pin and you're limited to it. Which, yeah. but I will say it, though, the reason why I went to a single pin, I bought that before last hunting season. I hunted, I killed the uh, three deer. I didn't get on the buck I wanted, but I killed uh, quite a bit of deer with the spot hog already. And I love the single pin because all you have to focus on is that one pin. Yeah, right. it, it, yeah. it opens the sight housing, so mm-hmm. there's not it's not so jumbled up and everything. You got yep. one pin to focus on. Yep. And like I said, a lot of it's uh, you know personal preference. Mm-hmm. So you know you, 
I'm not going to say one's better than the other or, you know, you know, you should shoot one over the other. Yeah, because what you want. Yeah, I, I mean, I shot five pen forever, and this is my first year shooting a single pen, and, heck, I might go back to a, a five pen next year. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of open-minded know, to it. Logan, what were you going to say? Uh, you were about to say something, and we, we were in the middle of that. <laughs> he has no idea. Logan said, nope, I forgot it already. Okay, <laughs> Logan. Dude, <laughs> Just think know. of something to say then. Yeah. Oh, Have here it nice is. Day. Here it is. He's got it. Nope. Yeah. I had my oh. neighbor came over yesterday. Yep. Like see me shooting my bow. He's like, oh, and like was asking me about my setup I had, and he's like, do you like that single pin? I'm like, I just switched to it a couple weeks ago. Um, I said, but I love it. I said, and he's like, well, and he brought up the situation. Well, mm-hmm. what are you going to do when a deer comes in ten yards, thirty yards? You know, going back and forth. Yeah. I said, all you had to do, you know, because I talked to an old bow tech. It's been a couple years. And he was trying to get me to go single pin then, you know, Damn. but not with the dial. He just well, wanted me to put one single pin in, side in for 20 yards, you know. He's like, and when it's in 10 yards, you just aim lower, you know, and then 30 yards, you aim higher. And that's what I told the guy. I'm like, when you go for your 20 and 30 pin, I'm like, just aim a little higher. Well, well the yeah. thing, yeah. though, Instead too, is you're going to know it. where your pockets are, and you're going right. to have that yeah. free range and have it set. When like, you see the buck coming in, he's either going to be too far out or you know where he's coming. You're, mm-hmm. he's, you know your shooting lanes. And timber, typically. I mean, correct. I, I don't know. I was watching, I don't know, Monster Bulls, one of the new Realtree videos, and um, Lee Likoski shoots a hog father. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the elk hunt. Yeah. The elk, he's, you see him, he has his range finder on hand. Okay, he's at 70. Oh, he's okay, and the, you can see the elk moving. That's more western hunting type of thing. Midwest, it could happen for sure. Anything can happen. But timber, you have your trails cut. When I'm sitting in the timber with my single pen, I always have it set on twenty. And yeah, you know, and I always have my rangefinder right in my pocket. Yeah, and I'm ranging everything. And I, I don't know a lot of guys set it at twenty five. So if it's at twenty, yep, aim you know a little bit high. If it's at thirty, aim a little bit low. And yeah, and most bows anyway. Even if it, if you aim for lung, and it depends though. If he's at twenty yards and you have it twenty five, and he's thirty, you're, you're still probably going to hard shot it. Oh, and I yeah. did the, I did that opposite. If it was at twenty, you aim a little bit high, thirty. You know, other way I around. Got, we yeah. got you. We yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, it's uh, the mid range. I mean, yeah. It, it's 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 all personal preference. What you prefer. I mean, it, it, if you know what, uh, you know, this tree's twenty, this one's thirty. You know, that one's fifteen. If you have it all set up where you know what the yardage is on everything, maybe you prefer five pens because you know exactly where it's at. It's one less thing for you to mm-hmm. do. Yep, you know? it's very true. It's one less Whereas, step. as you know, some people might like, uh, uh, you know, might like the uh, the single pen because say, say the buck stops and it's at thirty five, thirty or let's say thirty seven yards. Mm-hmm. You can set that that pen to exactly thirty seven yards. Yeah, draw back. And boom, you put it right where it needs to go, and you shoot it. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Especially for three D shooting. Yeah, for me, I was you know when I went from seven pins, you know, I I knew which where each pin was. Yeah, you know, if you get put in the situation though, you know, yeah, there is different colors, but now you know if you're nervous and you're shaking and you have to like sit there and count. Like you know, you're like, oh, uh, a lot uh, can happen in the heat of the moment. You can use the wrong pin. Yeah. And, you know, not to say that that doesn't happen, but I remember me and you having this exact conversation where I was like, you know, I got the single pin, and the thing I didn't think about was how accurately you can dial in, and I'm like, uh, I need a rangefinder because I'm like, I don't, 
Because I could always judge distance pretty good. That's like the yeah. one thing I'm good at. That's the, the beauty only, about 3D. Yeah. The only thing I've <laughs> ever been good at in my life. That like, is it. Yeah, that is it. Like, I'm if I'm watching, if I'm watching Ask football. Ask my girlfriend. She'll tell you. No joke. No joke. <laughs> if I'm watching football and I see how far they run it, and I'm like, second and four. And it would it, before it even pops up, it's second and four. I, I've just always been so good at judging distance. Next, but tomorrow, TV, you know, but doing tomorrow tests, at the shoot, I'm going to be like, Steve, how far is that? And if you're wrong, I'm kicking you straight in the nuts. Nope. Right in the shin. Because <laughs> I won't be. Fair gamble, right? In the face. In the, the face. Right in the face. I won't be. Because I'm, I'm going to mess up on purpose. So <laughs> there you, you go. Spot <laughs> or I told you I'm going to mess up on purpose, so you can't hold it against me. <laughs> and and there's, there's other really good brands out there. Uh, if you're looking at single pins, uh, you know, HHA is probably one of the top single pin sites out HHA there. HHA makes some, some and, awesome stuff. And, and they make, they make a variety of Every bright, yeah, and they make a variety. Everything from the scout for youth all the way up to like the kingpin for you know those really really. It's a good uh, movie, by the know, way. Kingpin, yeah. It is. <laughs> hey, I want to call somebody movie. out real quick. Uh, Marky Mark, Mister Moneybags, Mark Rife. Hey, <laughs> Mark, check out a spot hogger in HHA. This dude is has the old school side, but <laughs> he can shoot, man. That, that guy can, can shoot. shoot. I was just talking about that. He has this fifteen year old Hoyt. <laughs> he has three pins. I think his furthest pin was what, like thirty five. He was 40. sinking them at a hundred yards, man. <laughs> he knocked really? that balloon out at a hundred no yards. Kidding. Yeah, he wow. just robbed the one the other day out of his tree. Yeah, stand. fifty yards. Yeah, with a with a muzzy. <laughs> yeah, and, and oh, and and that, that kind of reminds me. Uh, just made me think of it. Uh, if you go to uh, the Bone Collector Facebook page, uh, Michael's been posting a lot of videos, and one of the ones he just uh, just posted not that long ago is. Uh, what is uh, the ethical distance to shoot a deer? I shared that on our what, on our yeah. Facebook page. And, well, yeah. What what is the ethical distance to shoot a deer? And they, I mean, all all three of them had very successful shots on white-tailed deer here in the Midwest. Yeah, at fifty-five yards. Oh, on yeah. Some of them, man. Do you, you watch know? some of the like I have a. Uh, like, Leo Koski, he smokes muleys at 70 yards. Oh, oh yeah. And, and, and but that's what he's good at, though. Exactly. I don't recommend everyone go try and shoot deer. Yeah, it all depends. You know, if all you got to all you got to do is practice once a week, don't take a 50 yard shot on a deer. Yeah, no. yeah, you know, yeah, it, yeah. If it's something that you do four, five, six, seven times a week. You know, you should definitely be at that stage where you could take a 50, 55-yard shot. Confident. Yeah, if you're like a yeah. Cam Haynes where you're practicing or your end-of-the-day shots are 180 yards, you know, situation like, like practice harder than you, you know, like shoot further than you actually would and get and, really good at, like, if you were going to. And with Cameron Haynes, I, I do the same exact thing. I, I take my pickup truck, I back it up backwards, I open all the doors on it, blare some Jason. Oh, yeah. Take my shirt off and just start <laughs> flinging them at 100 yards. Okay, it's I, pretty cool. I'm his cameraman for you it. I, mean? I almost referenced a Mary King. Oh, You're I, like, yeah. Blake Shelton <laughs> drinking Mike Card's lemonade out of like, but I can't say it. Um, as soon as he said that, I was, I like, know. I was thinking, yeah. I love that. I, I, love I mean, it. you guys see the new Duramax? video oh, that he put out oh that guy's uh, funny no. classic but I, I i mean i cameron haynes i really like him he, he's a cool guy he's a stud but i just uh, but, uh, but i may, maybe for uh for his female viewers that's really great but it, put, put your shirt back on <laughs> have your camera guy guy just do maybe two views i don't need him to get up on the tailgate and like you know zoom <laughs> in on your traps shot. and stuff <laughs> well we got a hater in the room apparently yeah. i mean i enjoy no i'm not hating <laughs> i'm not hating on him i'm just you know i i, I no, keep, like, I'm keep it up. about keep it about hunting i don't i don't need to see you with your t-shirt off i'm, smel I'm smelling what you're stepping in yeah I, I feel but no it's like but you get the idea it's like 
go harder in the range than you would out there because if you can get so confident like he is, he's very inspiring. It's we'll shooting that. at that far. Yeah, if you can hit a target at 180 yards and you got a 20 yard uh, shot, uh, you that, got a you got yeah. a baby 200 inch white tail, whatever. A baby 200, 37 <laughs> yards in front of you. All right, no let, big deal. Let, I've smoked targets at 180 yards. Let, I could smoke. Let me, this. let me break this into the. Because we talked about arrows, which I think is important. This is kind of like the gear. Well, Logan episode. wanted to say something. Did so. you, Logan? Well, I was just agreeing with Steve for once. That's really oh. yeah. Right. Oh. Get bored past this. I don't want to hear this. That's a first. That's the way I look nonsense. at it. That's why you know I shoot like sixty yards. You know I practice at fifty, sixty yards, just because then when I go to twenty, I'm like I know I'm not going to miss yeah. this chip just, shot, chip yeah. shot, chip yeah. shot. So if you miss it twenty yards this year, remember the then Titans. It's me. You know what then I mean? Yep. Yeah. See then, then you know. Yeah. Um. That's so this is like the gear episode today. with Jordan from the Bone Shed. So broadheads. The Bone. Hey, if you guys, if no, you guys no. really want to see Jordan, uh, go look on the go look the Bone Shed uh, YouTube videos and look at him. Yeah, he, I, he I've got care. a lot of great reviews on. We'll on, share some. We, we'll share some. We, we we all have a lot of uh, great reviews on products and stuff. If you go to the the Bone Shed Facebook page or our, uh, YouTube account. Uh, we've got a lot of great reviews. A lot of them are quick. We like to do stuff, uh, you know, nice and quick. They are so you, uh, they are good in that yeah. way. That, yeah, that's we, we don't like to you know we don't like to make them too long and drawn out and boring and stuff like that. We like to hit on the main topics, get the point across, and then you know if get you really want to go into detail and find out a little bit more information, you know, you can go to the their website or you can stop in the store. Uh, you know, most everything that we review, we we have in the store. Too, Highly so. recommend you go to the Bone and Shed because it's Kitts is a perfect per- goatee. Yes, it's a per- <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's a, a premier. He goes shop. to a groomer for that. He's got to dog right. groomer. So you were going to bring up gear, and <laughs> um, I think here, I know where you're going with here, this. No, one, one, no, last, you don't, no, you one don't. One last thing about the Spot Hog. We were talking about a single pin and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, Spot Hog just came out on the Fast Eddie, which I have now. Yeah, it's a it actually has two pins on it. But it's set. Up, but it's set up like a single pin. It's one. It's, pin, it's a single pin with oh, two dots. And then one yep. that comes there's above one. It a bit. There's your single pin, and there's one below it. I'm buying that head and putting it on my Hogfather. <laughs> Eighty bucks is what it's gonna. I called. Is that a really? bad option? You think? I don't think it's a bad idea. Hey, it gives you a little bit more. You know. I still got to figure out that second pin. Hey, I haven't Jordan, with and I am going to get that sidebar going. I'm thinking we're on a ten inch. Piece I told you, man. Front. No, I, <laughs> if I you're shooting that. with that quiver on, you got to shoot a sidebar. I know. I will. I will. Okay. So the next <laughs> thing. This is the gear episode. So we talked arrows. We talked sights. And the next thing, the most important thing, probably on your bow. That's Jesus. gonna. That's nope. That's what rests. Rest. What? Rest. Oh. The last thing your arrow. Well, oh. it'd be your string, really. There, there's some pet peeves on rest for me. There's there's a lot that I'm not a big fan of, Ooh. and then there's a lot that I am fans of. Um, I, I shoot a. Uh, it's a Hoyt Ultra Rest. It's it, it's, made Q- by, it's made by it's made by QAD. It's Q-A-D. the QAD Ultra Rest. You got a um, Hoyt on your Elite? You no, know, I, I shoot a Hoyt. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I really, really like them. We've worked on a lot. I've into- we've installed a ton of them. Never had any issue unless it was operator error. You know, the only ones we've ever sent in were people cranked a screw too hard and stripped it out or something like that. Yeah. You know, w- once you time and you tune it, that stays in time and tune for you know, five years. I love or, uh, the QAD yeah. rest, man. Yeah. I bought one in 2010 when I got this Maxis on the wall. And I pulled that off, put it on my obsession. It stayed on there, and now Will is still shooting that same rest on that obsession. Is yeah. really? Yep. And, and, and it's, it's still kicking. Uh, yeah, I mean, and the nice thing, they make them for all sorts of bows. They make them specifically to fit Hoyts. They make them specifically to fit Elites. They I have an Elite one on mine. They make them specifically to fit Eric. Matthews. 
bow tech. Yeah, I mean, they, they make them all specifically to fit certain bows. Mm-hmm. So the riser it, shape yep, and everything. Ex- exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. we were just talking about how important that that could be. Uh, what were we talking about uh, last week? It was we were like, talking about broadhead tuning. Well, yeah, oh, broadheads, like, yeah, how they work di- with different and, and, bows. Well, yeah, that, and you can adjust this rest to do however you want. Yeah. And I, I got to say, guys, like, if I'm going to get a rest... You know, there's a lot of good rests out there, a lot of good dropaways. But from my personal experience, I've been shooting one since 2010, so not really that long, but long enough to know if I like the product or not. And honestly, when if I when I bought my my Hoyt this earlier this year, what rest do you want? The Hoyt QAD. When I got my Elite, what rest do you want? The Elite QAD. QAD. Yeah. They it's a badass rest, and it will not fail you. I yeah, can promise you that. So uh, and 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 it's a it's a cable driven rest. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's 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 all on your it's all cable based. So you serve it into the cable, and that's what engages it. Um, you know, also nice thing about the, the the QAD rest is you can flip that fork up, and it can never fall out. Yeah. So, so if you yeah, draw yeah. and let down, it's yeah, still up. Yeah. E- even even if you draw and you decide, okay, I'm not going to take the shot, and you let down, it's not going. Those not gonna fork to isn't going to yeah. fall yeah. down. Your arrow isn't yeah. going to bounce around on the arrow shelf. Uh, that that's another nice option with it. Good option for you guys that need to break away from that whisker biscuit. Yeah. 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 Uh, and and, uh, and like option. I said, that's that's cable driven. There's a couple that are limb driven. QADs? No, not not QADs. Okay. I was going to talk about other ones. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, like the the G five C Max. That's a good one. That's out there. That's limb driven. Do, mm-hmm. do you like? Do you enjoy limb driven? Because uh, I've seen uh, Kaleberg. Derek shoots. Yeah, it, it's pers- shoot? personal you, preference again. Do you know what Logan? Sh- or Logan? Do you hey, know Logan? What Derek do you know shoots? what you shoot? No, <laughs> I'm not sure which one he shoots. But I know I always think he likes getting... it. But in a way, he doesn't like it because we found out at the 3D shoot this weekend. He can't hang it on a bow hanger because that string comes right down. He's got to no, hang, he has to hang it upside yeah. down. A, a, a uh, lot of uh, the, there's that's one thing though. A lot of them though, you can attach it to the bottom limb. Yeah, that's what I just heard. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the, the the main two limb driven rests that I would uh, that I would recommend if you're looking at limb driven uh, rests would be uh, there's a, uh, the G five C Max, and then there's also the Vapor Trail. They make, uh, I, I would, I would probably say the vapor trails, uh, um, the more superior limb driven, mm-hmm. um, the C max just came out. I think this is his second year. Uh, they, they did have some kinks that they were working out on them at first. Uh, but I think that they're a lot more solid than you they were like, when they do just you guys came have, out. Do you guys sell limb-driven rests? Yeah, we sell, we sell bo- both yeah, of those. Oh, you do? I okay. saw the vapor yep. trail when I was up there, and I was, I was What's looking a- at it's not a bad price point for something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because what what uh, what Derek was telling me, I was too busy looking at his beard, but he was <laughs> he was mentioning you know where the where the let off is versus like a, a string driven. Yeah, uh, you know wh- where it comes off. It's I shouldn't even brought that up because I wasn't really listening to him. But I was like, <laughs> dude, you sound like you know what you're talking about. I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah. What's, like that did- <laughs> what is if someone wants to get into a rest like that? Say they got their you know their whisker bit because a whisker biscuit is a great rest mm-hmm. to start on. Um, I, I started on one. It's uh, most people do. I did. Oh yeah, I did um, too. My dad still shoots one, and I'm like, Dad, get. A QAD drop away. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're uh, they're good. Whisker they're good, yeah. biscuits reliable. Like I said, it's just like anything else. If you're shooting mostly twenty yards, whisker biscuits gonna get the job done. Yep. You should try to mount a whisker biscuit on a recurve. People do uh, it all the time. Yeah, they oh, do they it all really? the time. I've oh, never yeah. seen that before. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's really? pretty, fairly common. Yeah, I've um, never seen that because I, I, I haven't I, until you yeah, ever got a recurve. I never even looked into it. 
Yeah, but. it's fairly common. But one thing, one thing I will recommend um, with the QADs. One I will not recommend is the QAD Hunter. It's, yeah. it's a little bit less Sucks. expensive one. Mm. Um, I'm not a big fan of them. They just they just don't hold up. If you're gonna go with a drop away, spend a little bit extra money and go ahead and get uh, the the general one that QAD makes is a, a, a HDX. Yep. If you're just looking uh, for the general one, it's an HDX. Most. It, What's it, the price point on that rest? I want to say one fifty nine, yeah, one sixty nine. Yeah, right. What's yeah. what about the limb driven ones? Uh, the they're they're so, uh, somewhere comparable. about the same. Okay, yeah, they're, so they're fairly 150, comparable. Really 180 You get a really when good you're rest. Talking about yeah, that's a rest, not bad. You want a good rest. You don't yeah. want yeah. one. Don't yeah. buy that hunter. Sucks. <laughs> well, no, hold on, because I know the one that I had that I bought for my Maxis originally that is still out there is. I don't think it's the Hunter, but it's not the HDX. The, um, the HDX is the newer model they had. Yeah, uh, but I think I think before it was just the QAD Ultra Rust. That's what yep. this uh, is. That's what this is. That's and what I have on my straw. There. It's still kicking, man. Will oh, yeah. still shoots it, and he shoots hundred yards with that rest still. <laughs> the Will uh, turned into a really really good shot. But Will's going to be there tomorrow at our shoot. Yeah. And, I am uh, excited. Is Gage going to be there? His his kid. I, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, he will. I guess I shouldn't say it anymore. sucks, but. Like well, you're you're Logan's the harsh guy on the podcast. Yeah. When, <laughs> those <laughs> arrows suck. That rest that sucks. Well, sucks. I shouldn't say it sucks. This podcast sucks. Jordan told me. I'm never here. Jordan, he sucks. I don't Jordan. even know why I'm here. <laughs> My girlfriend, she's sitting in the room, but... She's reading a Whatever. book that sucks. That, that book sucks. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this beer sucks. No, Bush How's this, hey, how's this beer season going to be? Great. It's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I guess hey, I should say... Wait, 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 hold on. You suck. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> There's a trend. How, how's how's Tim's uh, goatee? Tim Kitts' goatee? It's on point. It is on point. On point. <laughs> it's on point. <laughs> but um, Tim Tim was, we'll, we'll find out if Tim really listens to our podcast. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah we, episode, will. Like, we nobody, will. Oh, yeah, we will. Like, nobody get Tim Kitts' goatee going. I thought about making a Twitter, like... <laughs> Oh, no, of his goatee. Oh, the guy's no, got it going spe- on. Speaking, man. speaking of Tim and podcasts, he's a real big fan of the Knock On mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. He, he he loves I them. Saw he, he, he shared listens, that. John Dudley. He he listens to every uh, every Knock On uh, uh, podcast, and they are very very educational. Mm-hmm. If you like bow hunting, the, it, yeah. he he gives a lot of good information. Awesome uh, videos too. I need but, to subscribe uh, to that podcast and listen to that. Yeah, we're like, not educational I, in the least. I I, I went in we're to, to, to pick up the he, the hex arrows today, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to do another podcast with the working class bow hunter guys and stuff." And and uh, he's like, "Oh yeah." He goes, "I just started listening to those." What I like about it is it's just regular guys talking about regular things. It's not <laughs> they don't they don't have any sort of agenda or anything oh, like that. We, we, you know, they, they don't have, they don't have sponsors to be like, oh yeah, this is the best thing out there. You know, they just, they, you, well, you guys just talk about whatever and you know you, the pros and cons of different things, and you're not you know you know some people might say certain things suck. Matthew yeah, suck. I'm <laughs> so glad that I slipped under the radar of being he considers nope, me a regular nope. guy. I'm not done telling. Let, yes. let, let him finish. I'm gonna we're gonna touch on what Tim said about you. <laughs> but, but keep going. But, we had some words. But but yeah, you, you guys are just regular guys talking about regular stuff. Like I said, you don't have an agenda. You're not you, you know you're not uh, forced to say certain things. You guys just say whatever comes to your mind. And that's what people well, want to me now. <laughs> people, that's what that's what people want to hear. They want to hear, you know, what yeah. general guys think and the feel Billy and Joe stuff lunch like party that. Guys. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you guys, you guys don't hunt for a living, so you don't have to say anything 
in particular. You, you guys are just regular guys that buy stuff just like any anyone else. Yep. You don't have sponsors that say, "Hey, you have to shoot this. You need to talk." Say this, this up. on your podcast. And, yeah, and yeah. say this on your podcast. You, you know, we you don't know. like listening. To Here's people. the thing, and that's probably the best compliment that we could ever receive because that's, that's exactly what, what we are like. And and you get that we're working class bow hunter man. We're just like anybody else, and it sucks if we got to go buy a. A rest that costs 180 bucks when $100 all you have is 180 bucks in your bank account. <laughs> but we'll do it anyway because that's what we do, you yeah. know? Yeah. And we're the working class because no one's come to us with a fat paycheck yet. Screw yeah. eating and surviving. <laughs> if I got to buy a rest, I'm going to spend all my money on that. Yeah. Rest. And, and, and going back to the bone shed, we're not going to tell you anything because anyone gives us free stuff. Cause I a, love a, a, the bone a, shed, man. A lot you guys' of people, honesty, lo- is, it's perfect. Yeah, man. a lot of people think, oh, you work at the bone shed, so you get bows for free and broadheads for free yeah yeah they didn't you know how retail it, works <laughs> that it, it, you know a lot of people think that's how it works but for the most part what we what we tell you or recommend or say or you know you know it's from experience it's from experience doing it uh, you know hearing other people's experience and, and that's why i like working at the bone shed i get to hear everyone's experience with everything here's well, the thing man, I like, like i like about the bone shed is you can walk in there it's a great atmosphere. Everyone's yeah. super nice. Well, we've only known the guys at the Bone Shed for what three, three weeks, a month, maybe when yeah. we did the podcast up there, and we go back in, and I feel like we have just be, we've all made friends there. We almost know we know a good amount of people who work there on They're a first name basis. I'm, I'm part of this we. I'm, I'm but you know what I'm saying though? It's like we walk in, we did the podcast there, and we didn't even know Tim, and he took us mm-hmm. in, and oh. we just hit it off. Me and Eric were hanging out with Tim while he was setting up. Tim the, and Poppy, and they're like. Two oh. of the best people ever. They're sitting yeah. there giving each other oh, a, a hard blast, time. And I mean, you're and, in and, and, the you're, you're nobody right now, you guys, Jordan. You guys keep Tim and Poppy, Chris. you're nobody now yeah, to I'm, those two. <laughs> well, look at this, though. Look at this. You guys keep living out Chris, and Chris is the man. Chris talked. He he kind of forced me. He peer pressured me into buying that Scott. Really, <laughs> so thanks, buddy. I remember no, that, I do love that. That, release, that guy, so. you know, because I came in, and I was like, I was getting when I came in to see you, and you were super busy, and Chris was like, Dude, I'll hang out with you like the rest of it. And I was there probably like two, three hours, and he was just right there by my side. Mm-hmm. Like I was just shooting the breeze. We'd go look through things, and yeah, you know, it's like it, it's that, you know, it's it's the honey you, you need a bow, bow shot, man. you know, like psychologist or psychiatrist. You know, you just need to go in there, <laughs> yeah. and you just need somebody to tell you how to live your life and what products to get and what's going to help you. Reach here's bow hunting nirvana. Jordan, let me give you a compliment real quick. I know. Okay. Go I'll, ahead. Then I'll let make you make my head really big. Okay. <laughs> so so I'm going I don't want to be. I don't want to be able to walk out of the bucketorium here. I want you <laughs> to get your head stuck in that door and knock that gopher skin right off the okay, wall. Right 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 go ahead. Um, what I loved about it is we were at the bone shed a few weeks ago shooting you guys' little 3D range, mm-hmm. and you were shooting with us. And I'm like, uh, actually, you came in. You weren't even working. You came yeah, in to yeah. see us, which to is help awesome. me out. Though, yep, to help on my site and get me to tuned and all that yep so we're sitting there shooting and i'm looking at uh jo- it's getting yeah. uh, it's getting a smaller space in here that head's growing yeah yeah so <laughs> I'm, I'm looking about how you have your uh, peep tied in i'm like man my peep's not tied in like that's only around the top you know on the top and the bottom mm-hmm. of the peep i'm like man could you tie mine in like what you have yeah 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 one he grabs my bow goes in and it's like I'm like oh wait you can do it now yeah yeah once i'll, gra- I'll take your bow Puts it in there. Hey, man, opens a window. There's a window from the archery <laughs> shop to the ramp. Yeah, yeah. I know. I Kurt, was in there last time. What color you want this. so I can tie this thing in? I'm like, oh, what colors you got? Names off all these colors. 
shoop, shoop, ties it in. Here's your peep. So I got this badass red tight end peep on my bow. <laughs> and it's like any, I've I just never had that. I don't know. It's Service. just cool. Because, yeah, it's because I'm like right with you. Yeah, I'll tie this in real quick for you. And yeah. it was just nothing. And that's super simple yeah. tying in a peep. But it's just the way it went about it. I looked at your bow. And I'm like, man, I wish mine was like, oh, wait, hey, can you tie it in for me? Yeah. Heck yeah, man. And it's. It's the best. Well, like, even, like, even tying in, like, I know it's Poppy tied in the felt on my rest. On I've never 80. seen that before. Mm-hmm. With the floss. Oh, yeah. You know what? I, I remember the, I saw that, and I was like, what in the world is yeah, going on with it? That's, that's something special we don't do for all customers. I just want to make that clear on this podcast. I want we that do not, We do that, not tie what, in every rest. That's what Tim said. He's this like, oh, Poppy gave you this God. special treat. It's now, just the felt. It's now just the now felt. everyone's going to expect this. I heard on the grunt. WCB podcast that you guys tie in. Edit that out because I don't want to do that for everyone's rest. I'll just put a big, long butt grunt over it. That threw me off the first time I saw Actually, there was that guy. I think you were working on his bow. It was at Hoyt. And I looked at it, and all like he pulled it out, and I was like, I kind of looked at it for a second. I go, dude, does he got like green twist ties all over this thing? Yeah, you know, you know what mm-hmm. bow I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do it to mine before this season when it gets rained on and that felt falls off. No, it, no, this thing was throughout the whole bow. Like what? It's was... uh, like that that rubber barbed wire. Oh that yeah, yeah. Oh, that thing was like yeah. everywhere on this, and I was like, I was, I was kind of looking at it, and it, it just it, like it, it didn't process. You, you got confused, didn't you? Huh? You got confused. I did. I got so confused <laughs> that I was like, I was like. Amy, you got to hold my hand. He passed out. <laughs> he was so confused. I was like, I needed the fan. But yeah, no, I, I didn't understand that. And like I was thinking about more and more. I was like, oh, maybe it just dampens the sound a little more. I, I had no idea why he would have done that. Yeah. I, and, and, I, and I said, he's like, he's like, you, you think I should take that off? Do you think that looks stupid? Because his buddy's sitting there. That looks stupid. <laughs> and he's like, that sucks. What do you, what do you Must think? Must have been me up this there. That like, guy just passed out over here over I, it. Yeah, I remember. And, and he's like, you. You think that looks stupid, Jordan? I was like, hey, man. I said, it's your bow. You can put on whatever you want. And I said, w- when it comes down to a bow, I said, I don't care if your bow is completely pink. If you like it that way, who all cares, matters, man? It's who, personality. Who cares? It's all about what you want, what I'm you in. what you prefer. For sure. You know? For sure. I, I'm not going to hate on you. Uh, I got orange all over my bow. Some Which people think that looks. That yeah, some people might think yeah. that looks gaudy. That looks I don't care. So you think it's, you have that you, little. Cam, uh, it's like in the cam. There's that yeah, little. Yeah, I got. I dip my mods. I oh, you did. Uh, oh yeah. Sean Ryan, uh, who you guys were hanging out with, he he got a little jealous. Oh, of that. he got he really? got he jealous. The white was... rep got jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah cause I, he's, he's like he's like, oh yeah, I got mine just like that. You copied off mine. I'm like, you're like, I bet you don't have this. I'm like, you got this. He's like. No, how'd you get that? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got that. that's right. Because I work at the bunk shed and I get free stuff. Apparently, See, I was wanting to go like a. I was trying to go a theme, and when you tie my peep in, I I chose red on a whim because you guys. I was like, just do black, and everyone's like, oh, you're boring, you suck. I'm like, <laughs> fine, put red on it. Now I'm like, did, you didn't have blue, did you? I think we did. Because oh. oh. I'm like, man, I want to go like a, a like a deep blue theme on my elite, the, all black elite with blue. What, where Samuel yeah. Jackson gets eaten. <laughs> the, <laughs> it was That's the fourth movie reference I think I've made in on this podcast. Hey, at um, least you haven't hey, made a wrestling one yet. Yeah. Hey, check this out. No. For a free T-shirt, name all four movies that I've referenced on the podcast. Ooh, that's and a then, good one. And then email us. That <laughs> is a good us. one. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, I gotta. I, I'm sorry. Like, not to get too off topic, but Darren. You know who you are. I shoot with you. I'm shouting your name out. He loves you. I love you. 
that goatee has got to go though. But okay. save it for me. I okay. put it in the Very paper good. bag. The, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I had when, to, I had to when get when we were out there but, shooting though, and you uh, bought my QAD. I, I had the hunter before, uh-huh. so I bought Kurt's Hoyt Ultra Rest off yeah. him when I got back. Instead of driving an hour back up there uh-huh. for have you guys put it on, I took it to a bow shop here. Yeah, not Steve's, but um, the guy told me he's like, I'm like, hey, I want you to put this rest on. Yeah. take that one off. He's like, why do you want to do that? They're the same one. I said. No, they're no, not. They're no. not. And he's like, no, no, yeah, no. they are. And no. I'm like, no. I'm like, the guys up at the bone shed told me, you know, this is the one I need and this, this one's junk. Yeah. And he's like, well, they lied to you. I'm like, well, can you please explain this to me? Why I, is this I one do on not lie. I feel offended. What's this <laughs> fellow's name? Don't call him. Don't call him out. Don't, okay, don't, no, 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 no. You don't, don't call but, him out. Uh, don't call him out. <laughs> you can tell after. He, yeah. He, uh, um, so I'm like. Can you explain this? Why is this one fifty dollars and this one's a hundred and fifty dollars? Just because it has Hoyt on it doesn't mean they're. Is going this to in the Quad another. Cities? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stop over there tomorrow after my turn. I he, swear. He knows. You're already. gonna tell me after this podcast. I'll tell you. Tell me who it is and where it's at, and I'm gonna go talk to him. Okay. Hey, I'm what? not. I know. I, I, I don't. I don't want. I, I'm not. I'm not coming off as like a a D, uh, a D or anything. Like no, that. I got you all day. But, but that, that's one thing. It's like, an educational type of it, deal. Yeah, it, it's an educational thing. Don't. Don't tell a customer that something is something if it's not. Yeah, for and, sure. And, 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 and I, I don't. I don't. Lie. Go, I, I, bring I, in the negativity. I will. Sorry. Ne- I will never lie to customers. I will never tell them. You know what they want to hear. I will be honest with. That's the, the beauty about the bone shed, yeah. man. I, I'm yeah. gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. If if you say, "Hey, is this junk?" I'm gonna be like, uh, "I'm not." A, I, I won't say, "Yeah, that's a piece of junk," but I'll say, "I'm not a fan of it," and this is why. Yeah, and you get you you give. Facts to back up why yeah, you exactly. have your reasoning. Mm-hmm. Facts, yeah. experience, uh, you know, different things like that, and and and, and work, just working at the bone shed, uh, you know, getting getting back to that, especially with like our customer base and stuff like that. There's nothing more satisfying to me than you know, especially when you get guys that just got into archery and just got into deer hunting with a bow. Yeah, uh, you for know, sure. D- things like that. There's nothing to me that's more satisfying than having, uh, you know, setting a guy up with his first bow and. Uh, you know, getting him all ready to go and him going out and shooting his first deer and come back. Yeah. Hey, look, here's the pictures of this, you know, this buck I shot. To yeah, me, that's got to be awesome. To me, there's nothing more satisfying, especially oh, yeah. since I'm so big into hunting, than to set someone up, get someone all ready to go, and then coming back and saying, thank you for helping me accomplish this. Oh, yeah. You, you know, almost felt like you helped them get on that and everything. It's, th- there's something that I, I did want to bring up, uh, you know, um, Kurt's been uh, Kurt's been on this. He wants to start getting into like a bunch of the target archery, and I, I've been following it. And he's kind of getting me inspired. It's like you know, I, I, I kind of want to. I, I haven't told anybody. I don't even think I've told him. But yeah, I kind of want to start getting more into the target. Let's just get into 3D. this. Kurt's a trendsetter on this podcast. Whatever. I am the whatever. It just it's so cool. I mean, like you know, you take you take archery, and you just. You know, it, it it's super cool, and you know the three Ds, and you know starting There's to get so much more and more things into you it. Can do with it. Steve's yeah, a rambling. You can just Let you can ramble. just go into it. I, I'm sorry. Fine, I'll stop talking about archery, <laughs> and I'll start bringing up more movies. All right, you want to know what my favorite movie is of all time? All right, 
Three D, three D shooting though. There's nothing that will prepare you more for hunting than yeah, going I, out and doing three D. Absolutely agree. Yeah, there's 100%. nothing out there. I am super excited when I get out in the woods and I can see a cobra, and I'm just like, I know where to shoot it. <laughs> it's a velociraptor, <laughs> a, poison, a poisonous frog. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, we love that. So, um, yeah, we've we've got that poisonous frog, uh, but we're space. we're running long yeah, on we're, time. Here. We're getting to the end of the episode here. Um, I don't want it to end. I feel like we could do another two hours, but we got to keep them to an hour episodes. Why don't we? Um, maybe we'll podcast. just do another one right after this if Jordan feels like he has time. Let's do part, it. Part three. Maybe we will. We, maybe I, I've we been will. up for you know lattes. You know what? Yeah, we need more bush lattes. I've and, been up uh, for over 24 hours now, and I don't want to stop. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. You know, right, my, well, favorite, my favorite part is just anyone that wants to listen to me talk, I'll just talk forever. Talk, talk, talk. Tell us about <laughs> All right, but, uh, Kurt, how much more space do we got that we can uh, run? Because if we run another episode, I'm down for it. We can do it all day. So thanks, guys. This is episode 32. This was one of the gear episodes, getting ready for bow season. Um, We're getting maybe ramped stay up. tuned uh, next week. Uh, you can't see me doing quotations, but uh, here in five minutes, where we uh, that was roll one our quotation. second one, maybe do another one. But thanks, guys, for listening. Make sure you get those Kurt movie movie so references <laughs> for a free shirt. Get all the for... movie references that I threw out there. Email yeah. us, and we might have a free shirt going your way if you can get them right. Yeah. So remember your references, Steve. Too many bush oh. lattes might get you in trouble. Nope. He's going to have to go and listen to it tomorrow. All right, oh, guys. Those are the last uh, couple movies that I watched. So. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try this again. All right, guys. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. Later. Later. Later.